I usually just sit here and watch Connor dance and say so I can't hear it, so I'm just gonna. Oh, you can't. What that you music you can't hear the music. Like. I'm sorry. I thought you could hear it. Okay. I can hear when you talk. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. 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 Break your glasses and jam it out. He does. Yeah, he, yeah. We didn't and really make those, uh, that helmet with, uh, headphones. <laughs> but we know you didn't. But, but I appreciate the challenge. Oh, hey, yeah. everybody. Welcome to the Google Friday Hour. This is episode 64. This is, My name is Sean. I'm the old guy of the group. I'm the old dad. And the guy right above me on the screen is... That would be you, What's up, Connor? guys? My name is Connor, a.k.a. Quillmeister, a.k.a. the Husky Viking, this episode at least. <laughs> and the guy to his, I guess would be his right, is our special guest tonight. And, and, and who is our special guest tonight? That would be... It is I. Yes, Dennis, there you go. The world's most OKSDM. I didn't know if I was supposed to intro myself I, or not. Who, you I don't know. know what's going on. I'm so, so kerfuffled over the movie you made me watch. I don't even know what's going on. Look, we I think we, we're all kerfuffled from that but cinematic hey, nonsense. Thanks for having me on so I could watch it. <laughs> uh the the what you're watching now is the extent of our pre-production planning. Once we start recording, then we just kind of go with it. That's just kind of the way we are. So oh, yeah. anyway, um more than art. <laughs> Dennis, is, I, you know Dennis and I, we've been friends for several years. We met at Dragon Con. Um, he is uh, the dungeon master for the Botch Podcast, uh, and uh, I've been going to his live shows. We've gotten to be really good friends, and so he offered to come on tonight so we could kind of just hang out uh, and also want to talk about an exciting thing that he's got going on. And so we usually start, most people that come in and hang out and watch with us, that we usually start with kind of what's going on. So uh, I want to say, yeah. Dennis, I want to save your stuff to last. And I always start with Connor, let him just kind of ramble a bit, and then we kind of just work our way around and see what's going on with everybody. All right. So so, so the biggest and most unfortunate news of, of today, um, I um, this morning as I'm on my way to work, um, as soon as I walked out the door, I took a big tumble down our complex stairs. Yeah. So... No, um, it was not. A, it was not good. Was there a soundtrack? So, Did we have a soundtrack at all? Do we have any kind of like you know Chevy Chase kind of music if, going on or anything like that? If something was playing at five fifteen in the morning, I guess there would be. Um, um, our, our neighbor across the way has um has this big dog, and, and this big dog likes to bring home these the um, these big branches. His um these the, these are not kindling branches. These are full on logs for the fire. And um and so this morning I'm um it's Friday I'm tired I'm dragging my feet uh, I drag my feet right into one of these full on logs um I, it then kind of caught the uh, um of of the of the stairs I, I then tripped over my own foot full on rolled down the stairs spilling spilling my breakfast protein shake all over me nice. and um and then hobbled back up the stairs and then just plop down in um in my recliner because I could not I wor needed... work in a factory standing on that messed up ankle and and, and working with a tweaked up wrist all day. I need to get you one of those ring doorbells with a camera so we can record those because that would have been quality <laughs> video. You've that would have been quality video. It really would have. Shakes flying in the air. So yeah, that, um, that would have been interesting. Is AFV still a thing? America's Funniest Home Videos? Is I that have... still a thing? I think yeah, so. It I is think still so. a thing. 
I forget who the host is. It's mm. uh Oh wait, wait, um is um 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 isn't it the guy who who played Will Smith's brother on Fresh Prince? Isn't that the guy? Yes. 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 I, yes. I know he I knew he was, but I couldn't remember if he still still was or not. So um anyway. Um, I love that dance. I love that dude. I, that's the next show. I'm, that's the next show. I'm. I'm gonna binge now. Um, well, I've also been recently binging Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Oh, okay. um, I've loved this show ever since I first saw it. But but since we got word of cable over a decade ago, I've only been able to see little bits and clips of, of it you. up until like season six. So so, so season seven and up. I had never seen before, so it was like me watching it for the very first yeah. time, yeah. and I loved it. I loved every second of it. So tell, so tell, tell us about this hat you're wearing this evening. Oh, this hat, <laughs> um, this this is this is my Viking helm, which actually it um it was a gift from Dennis and the Botch team a couple years ago at DragonCon when I saw when when me and my dad saw one of their their um um one shots, you know, yeah. and and so it was after her. Um, they were done. Um, and after the panel was done, they, they they were giving out swag, and and I and they all were offering this helmet. So I basically ran up there and was like, "Me, me, me!" <laughs> and, and, and then one of the guys I remember, he was like, "Okay, okay," and then just like put a hand out, and he's like, he gingerly handed it to me, like he was afraid for his life. So so see, that's the difference between me and you. You went up and grabbing the hat. I went up and grabbing the beer that they had on the table. Beer. So, yeah. Yeah. That was, was gonna say. <laughs> I don't like hey. beer. I've tried beer, but I just cannot get into it. This year, so they were only gonna bring like six or twelve, and I was like, dudes, we need like a lot more beer to <laughs> hand out at the beginning. And we burned through it in like thirty seconds because they were just like all right, at the beginning, everybody just come up and get one. Boop, 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 boop. And we ran through it. And then, we're, then they're giving away the craft beer that they brought for them. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. You're just going to be out of booze. I got my can of uh, Twisted Tea over here. I'm not giving that away to anybody. And I, and I think, I think, I, I, I think. I prefer Mike's Hard Lemonade, actually. I love that stuff. I think Bean, too. I think Bean ended up with half a case of the stuff that I brought. There's still in, in, in the Airbnb we all were. Well, gee, I was going to say, you know why it's in Bean's possession because he was locked out of his apartment until right. literally the last day of the con, so nobody else could get it. He also That's got Kurt's uh, gifted um, Trulies that he gave for the party because yeah. they got stuck in there, too, because we didn't have enough arms to carry wow. all that home. So. Oh, nice. <laughs> so, yeah, he went home with a lot of alcohol. <laughs> Some oh, good microbrew from Georgia. So, Connor, anything else going on with you? Um, hmm... Um, oh, re recently, me, me, and my fiance <laughs> Nick's have um have have been working on more more of our wedding plans. You know, mm -hmm. um 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 we recently locked down a venue, um and um and and we're trying to lock down um our our, our officiant right now. And um and then also the other day, um she um her mom and then my mom were were all kind of collabing on on her wedding dress. Yeah, hmm. cool. So are you oh, thinking yeah. like a church setting or outdoor setting? What are you What are you thinking? Outdoor setting. Outdoor setting. Nice. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, she, um, 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 my 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 fiance is actually Wiccan. And, um, oh, and, okay, and, that's um, cool. And oh yeah, and and she loves just being in nature for for events like that. You know. Sure. And um and and so we found this beautiful place that's actually literally a one minute drive or or a five minute walk from our apartment complex. Wow. Yeah. Oh yeah, 
Cool. Mm-hmm. And um, then in the back, it, it's got a small creek. It's got this giant willow tree. It, it's got this like little little forest setting right behind it. It is absolutely stunning. You might That'd be great for pictures. Yeah. Oh yeah, it really will. You might want to think about <laughs> saving up to have some some outside heaters since you guys are planning on getting married in October in Ohio next year. So could be. A that cold. is true. Uh, okay. I don't could know. Be. It's been pretty. It's usually fairly warm. It, it yeah. Rain more than anything. Yeah. It always rains. Yeah, that's true. In October, but right. uh, it can't beat when I went to a New Year's Eve wedding at nighttime. <laughs> oh God. They, oh yeah. Oh, and where, the bride where, refused. Oh, it was in Pennsylvania. Oh good so it God! Was, it was next to a pond, and we, we all had metal chairs. It sucked a lot. Because <laughs> they I had to have imagine. spotlights because it was at night. Yeah. And have space heaters for the audience. And the bride said none of the bridesmaids are allowed to wear coats, so they were just standing there like this the whole time. Please tell like me this. someone got stuck to one of their chairs. That would have been hilarious. Uh, unfortunately, not. <laughs> the, uh, I went as like a um, a last second guest that my friend needed somebody to go with. Yeah. And secretly, none of them wanted the wedding to happen. So I was like, if you guys want, I will 100% stand up and make a like a fuss and just be like, <laughs> I object. I'm carrying that man's baby or something. I don't know. <laughs> and they were like, you shut up, Dennis. You shut up right now. Yes, I almost no. know, man. That would have been great. I almost did that something similar for, um, for, for a friend of mine's graduation. Mm -hmm. um, 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 me and her... Her, her, um, as they were handing out uh, diplomas, we had this plan earlier, or that, that, that as she got her, um, her, her diploma, I, I would say, I would say, kind of like this, hey, wait, and um, and she would stop on stage and be like, no, I worked hard for this, and I'm gonna work it, and, and snap her fingers and just sashay off the stage, but, but, um, before the ceremony, the the principal said not to do anything like that, or we would not get our diplomas. <laughs> Well, would have been funny fair, though. Would have been enough. funny, but sadly, I I wanted to yeah. I wanted to graduate and, and get yeah. out of there. Yeah. yeah. So I you did know I haven't I haven't got a lot that ever goes on because I have I live kind of a boring life. So I did just get back from Seattle he, for work, but he is boring. That, yeah, I'm I'm the boring guy. Um, so what are you talking about? You're flying around all the time. I am flying around, them, but it's just, it's just like flying around. It's just kind of, but it's kind of work though. It's just like, hey, I'm going to doing yeah. fun stuff, but. Uh, but yeah, you know, I mean, I get to go to Savannah and Seattle, and I get paid to do it, so that's kind of cool. Yeah. So, um, so you're anyway, skim so... milk. I'm Yoohoo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so anyway, so that's that's kind of all I've been doing lately, um, and then in my typical Destiny grinding that I always do. Um, I do have I do have some kind of cool stuff that, that that's coming out soon, but um, we'll talk about that next time because I want to save our time for, yeah. for, for Dennis for what he's got going on because oh, yeah. um, what he's got going on is pretty cool. So, Dennis, tell us what's going on with you these days. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nothing. I don't know tell what, us a story. Yeah, nothing's, nothing comes to mind anyway. Really? Now, so uh, Sunday, actually, uh, I have a Kickstarter for my first graphic novel. Woo! Uh, I'm pretty sure I sent Sean the preview of the book, mm -hmm. like the first 18 pages. But I, yep. okay, I can't remember what I do anymore because <laughs> literally my brain is moosh. It's just gone. <laughs> it's gone. There's nothing left. Uh, so Sunday morning, not uh, like 8:58 a.m. is when the Kickstarter ends. It's mm -hmm. fully funded. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but I think we're less than 250 dollars away from the next stretch goal, which is a free hat. For everybody who bought the T-shirt level and up, so yeah. hmm. fingers crossed we get that because I think it's a pretty cool hat myself. Yeah, so. yeah. I, I, want I may, up. I may get into that because, as always, um, I, I love hats. You I do a love hat. a good hat. 
So, but, so, uh, but yeah, so that's that's what I've been doing for the last. This month has flown by. Right. Literally the the Kickstarter launched while at Dragon Con, so I was in the middle of a vacation, also doing Dragon Con, also launched the Kickstarter, doing that whole thing, and then get home, work for one week. And then go back on vacation, and literally the day I'm about to drive to Kentucky, so a nine-hour drive, and I have it all planned out where I'm going to leave at a certain time so I get there by dinner. Five minutes before I'm about to leave, I get a message from a bunch of people that say, like, hey, congrats on, you know, making your, your funding goal or whatever. I'm like, crap, now i got to make a video and all these posts and stuff. So I ended up leaving, like, an hour or two like later than I wanted to, and by yeah. that time he was just like, "No, nah, no dinner for you. You get nothing." So I was like, "All right." Yeah. But it was so, still cool. Um, no dinner for you. Yeah, and then uh, it's been a weird experience for me because everything I've ever read and heard about Kickstarter is that all of your money comes up front, and then nothing happens for like three and a half weeks, and then everything else comes on the last like day or two. Right. For me, that's not been the case. It yeah. was everything happened up front. Yep. And then nothing for a week and a half. And then I went through every single human being on my Facebook page <laughs> and messaged them individually and then made a whole bunch more money from bugging people. Right. And <laughs> then it got quiet and we're a little bit more than a day away. Yeah. It's been fairly quiet. Just a little yeah. bit here and there. Just, you know, yeah. 15, 20, 50 bucks here. Boop, 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 right. Like not a whole lot coming in right now. So, yeah. But it's been interesting. Yeah. But Think about it this way. You know, um, um, uh, the smallest, yappiest dogs get the most attention. It's true. So what <laughs> you're saying is I wasn't being annoying enough. Exactly. I'll try harder next time. Yeah. <laughs> I can do it. Next, I believe in myself to be that annoying. Next time, you got to send them <laughs> gifs. you you, 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 you got to send them memes, some messed up jokes. And, and just be like, hey, just, hey, what you doing? Just so I'm, bot I'm not allowed to do the social media. So I'm exhausted from having to make three or more social media posts a day. Yeah, I have a newfound hatred for social media that I did not <laughs> have before, and I'll be really glad to never post again in two days' time. Right. <laughs> yeah, you should just, just be glad you're not on TikTok. That's a lot you, of upkeep. If you need uh, somebody to be, you know, just just hire Field to be your PR person for the next round and let him be all the annoying stuff. Right. So. I feel like he won't. <laughs> I love being annoying. He'll be a hype man. Yeah, there you he's go. He's got too much stuff going on himself. Yeah, that's true. That's true. To so, be posting that much. So listen, so you know, because I, I mean, I was there with you at DragonCon when the thing kicks, you know, kicked off, and and we had talked about it before it even kicked off, and and frequently you had talked about this has been a ten year dream of mine. So tell me, tell me how we went from ten years ago to it's coming out soon. So how did that happen? So to go back even further than that, so I've always been enamored with werewolves or any sort of story where there's like something lurking beneath kind of thing. That's why I always like the Incredible Hulk or Dr. Jekyll, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, any of that, that kind of stuff. But what got me into that in the first place, uh, when I was in elementary school, the, the library on the inside of the school, they used to just throw you in there for like an hour and be like, just go read books, we, whatever, <laughs> leave us alone, just go right. read books. And I found this purple book with gold lettering, and it was literally just a picture book of the original Wolfman, like the, the Larry Talbot uh, right. Wolfman. And hmm. I'd never seen anything with a werewolf before, and I was fascinated by it. I don't even remember if I read the book. I just looked at the pictures. I was like, this is the most awesome thing I've ever seen. And so it's always yeah. been sort of stuck in my brain, the werewolf thing. Yeah. And then about 2009, 
uh, the idea just hit me where I was just like, you know what? I kind of want to make a comic book or a graphic novel about, you know, the world's first werewolf. But like going through different historical periods. So like it kind of explains a little bit of the history, but also touches on all different mythologies because I love Greek mythology and other folklores and stuff like that. Same so, here. Yeah. So I was like, I started sketching stuff out, and I I know there's somewhere in this house there are some rolled up yellow notepad pieces of paper that I wrote up at Disney World in 2009 because I didn't want to go to the water park, uh, but I don't remember where they are exactly. I I have a good idea, but they're up there somewhere. And then I just shelved it for a long time uh, because I just didn't think it was like going to be a realistic possibility. Yeah. And then there were there was like a few years later. I think it was like five-ish years later. Uh, my one uncle was encouraging me to get back into it, and it, that lasted for like a week or two, where I, right. again, just wrote out some stuff, and that was it. But then in 2017, first Dragon Con, because mm -hmm. I we started up Botched in 2016, got invited to Dragon Con 2017, started hanging out with a bunch of fellow nerds and podcasters, and I don't even remember how it came up, but I just started talking with somebody about it, and they were like, you should totally do that. And then I started talking to somebody else about it, and they were like, yeah, you should totally do that. And the more people I told about it, the more everyone just kept saying, yeah, this is something you should do. Right. So I wrote it like a weird abomination between a book and a comic book. Yeah. Like, it doesn't work as either. But right. we did. I, I used the same premise that we did for Botched, which was, this is not the final product that's going to go out. Because we recorded the first episodes of Botched. That's not what you guys get on the podcatcher. Right. There's a different huh. set of two episodes where we just experimented. Right. And like we gave that to people and we're like, hey, we get that the quality sucks because we used like a omni mic or something. Yeah. But just let us know if the content's good and if it is, then we'll buy stuff and go crazy with it. Right, right. And so same thing. Gave gave the book to different people and then every person would give me feedback, like, oh, expand on this character or touch on this some more and blah, 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 and just kept building and building and building and building. And so it went through like twenty different iterations. And then uh, I tried to get an editor who worked in the field on it, and he was just like, nothing about this book, you know, is even worth my time. But if you'd like, I can pay – you can pay me $1,800, and I'll show you how to write a, an actual story, to which I was like, no. But then uh, Shannon Tucker – I'm pretty sure you know Shannon, right, uh, Sean? She's always hanging around with the, yeah. the botched crew at Dragon Con. Yeah. She yeah. has all the connections in comics for some reason. I don't know how. I don't know why. But she just knows everybody. Yeah. So she set me up with this guy who he read it. And he works in comics, too. And he was like, okay, I get what that guy was saying, but you don't know what you're doing. So you literally have no idea how to do any of this stuff. So you can't really be at fault for not putting together a right script because you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> right. So he he sat down. He taught me how to write a script, how dialogue <laughs> should work, how you know captions should be laid out, all this stuff. And then, again, went through the editing process some more. And then, boom, here we go. Uh, five years later, it's or four years later, it's yeah. rolling out. That's cool. That that is so. That cool. is really cool. So because you know, I mean, you and Connor have a lot in common because Connor is he's aspiring to be a writer and he loves mythology and and I mean since I've he was always a kid, loved mythology since you know, he was um, a kid. Um, um, my um my my biggest fascination with with mythology has always been been wanting to try and figure out the origins of of the myths, you know, figure out what someone saw at mm -hmm. that time, time that, that they couldn't explain that they could only 
think of as oh oh this this is some kind of giant flying lizard um um it, it's a horse with a horn it's um it, it, it's a giant man w- w- with a single eye and, mm-hmm. and through that I've learned some fascinating things um um fun fact um Uh-oh. um the fun fact <laughs> oh yeah chicken oh yeah I know you probably can't um, hear the chicken sound effect but that, anytime Connor says fun fact we start chasing right. chickens um. Um, the, the origin of uh, the Cyclops um, came from um, ancient Greek sailors finding the skull of an elephant. Be- uh, uh-huh. Because, as you know, no, um, um, elephants have elephants have have those big trunks, and um, and and with their skull, there's the, there's a giant hole in the middle of um of of their skull. You know, it's a giant hole right here in the middle, <clears throat> and um, and so they thought, huh. Uh, um, it's similar to to our skulls, except we have two holes, but this one yeah. only has one. So maybe it's some kind of creature that has one giant eye. Right. But actually, he um uh, that is the space where where the muscles and the tendons of the trunk actually meet with the skull. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. Um and, um, and then also, um, one more thing. There's this creature in Arthurian lore known as the Questing Beast. Um, it's described as as being able to to gallop like a horse. Um, have have the neck of a snake, but but be but be spotted like a badger, and okay. um and um and, and so I was and so I was just thinking about it. Okay, it can run like a horse. Um, it's got a long neck, and it has spots. What does that sound like? Sounds like a giraffe. Exactly. So so somehow someone in England saw saw um a giraffe in Africa, and the only way they could explain it is basically. This the, the the this galloping snake monster, and <laughs> and Where? and just finding out these things is fascinating to me. You know, because then it makes you think. Like, um, um, what um, what did someone see that that made them think of basically a man who who could shoot lightning from his hand? Um, um, a, a creature who who could who could paralyze someone with a single glance. You know. Yeah. And that's what's always driven. Oh. In my my need for this kind of research. You know, and and these are the kind of conversations that Connor and I have had that I no, no not that we've had that I've listened to since Connor's like six years <laughs> old or five years old. Okay, okay. it's just with him. So oh yeah. Um, so so you just wrote this? Did you do uh, the animation stuff too, or did you have somebody come in to do all no. that stuff? No. So so I didn't do any of the art uh, because I am not that good at art, <laughs> even though I did go to art school for a little bit. But the problem I always have with art in terms of like things that are in my head is that it never looks the way that it is in my head and it drives me insane. Right. So I relied on other artists. So I actually found all my artists through a Facebook group. Uh, One of the artists for Botched, uh, Cloverkin, her partner Gabo set me up with this Facebook group called Pairing Writing or Pairing Writers with Artists. Yeah. And you have to put out a legit ad where it's like you are paying money it can't be anything like fishy or they will just delete your ad and all that stuff. Right. And people will send in their work. And I said I was looking for a cross between there's a book called Love the Lion. Love the art style in Love the mm-hmm. Lion. Mm-hmm. I found it in a local library actually. Right. Um where I was I was looking for inspiration for what I wanted the book to look like. And yeah. I saw the colors in it and I was like, that I want that. And then this other book called Hillbilly, where it's like very stylized, but it's very dark and Grungy, so I was like, I want to marry these two styles together right, somehow. Right, right. And so I put that out there, and the art team that I, you know, was lucky enough to put together, I feel like they've nailed it on the head. What I was looking for, um, 
and then even working with them, you know, you give them reference photos, you get to tweak things, and right? That type of thing till, till you get it to right where you want it, and yeah, once you get it to that point, then everything else is pretty smooth, where you don't usually need to make a whole lot of fixes, right? Right. <clears throat> I, you know, I, I mean, I've, I've never. I, the thing that I'm most excited about this is I get to start reading a comic from the very beginning. Because I grew up and I wasn't into comics. My friends weren't into comics. It wasn't that I didn't like them. It just we didn't have a comic store near us when I was growing up. And so as I've gotten older and I've gotten around more of my friends that are into comics and the superheroes and this, this kind of stuff, I've wanted to get into them. And um, Connor and I were big Deadpool fans when Deadpool started getting kind of big. And you know, you you you're a big Deadpool fan. And, and so I'm, I'm still a huge Gambit fan. I talked to uh, I talked to a friend of mine. You, I, I know that you talked to him, the the Divided by Werewolves guys, you know, Mitch and Brandon. Yep. And, yep. and you know, Mitch is huge. Well, both of them are into, into comics, but Mitch is, I mean, he's like my resource for everything comics. He used to work in a comic store. And I remember mm-hmm. asking him, I'm like, okay, I just want to kind of start at the beginning with Deadpool and kind of get the story from the beginning. He's like, well, which universe? What do you mean? Well, which issue? I just want I just want the first one. Well, there's different storylines, so yeah. which for, I'm like, okay, that's too confusing for me. So it's, I'm actually looking yeah. forward to actually start a comic from the very beginning <laughs> and not. So indie stuff sounds yeah. like it'd be more up your alley because there are no like separate universes. It's like every one of the indie stories is like its own self-contained, you know, yeah, type yeah, that, of thing. Yeah, that's that sounds more like. Not my to style. say that they don't get crazy and weird and all that stuff because most right. of the comics that I read are like super out there and. They're getting a little hard to follow, even though there aren't separate <laughs> right. universes. But right. you know, right. whatever. So, so what's been the most challenging part about this whole process? The most challenging part of the whole process yeah. has probably just been the managing part. Mm. So, like, really, my first editor and I, we used to have a lot of arguments. I mean, literally from before the script even got put together. Because, like, so for instance. You know, we were arguing about how many pages should the book be because 60 was too many for the first time Kickstarter. It should be smaller than that so we don't, you know, charge as much um, because it's a first time Kickstarter. So it's harder to recoup costs, that type of thing. So he was like, okay, so we're going to take the 60. And he was saying, take that 60 and make it 24. And I was like, okay, we can't take 60 and make it 24. There's no way to do it. He's like, we can totally do it. Everybody will still alive, all this stuff. I literally made him make a an outline where it said page by page, like a one-sentence description, what happens yeah. on the page. Yeah. He had characters appearing and dying on sometimes the same page. I'm like, no one's going to give a hot crap about <laughs> any of these characters because yeah. they're just like, here, gone, here, gone, here, yeah. gone. Right. Or, yeah. Yeah. And so I then put together uh, an outline, and he was like, I don't know if that's going to work. It's, it's too much, uh, you know. Gobbledygook running around, all that stuff. Yeah. So yeah. then I just wrote the script and was like, hey, well, if this doesn't work, we'll go with your idea. And he read it. And he was like, okay, it works a lot better because now we have characters who have arcs. But I didn't take 60 and make it 24. I took 60 and split it into two, made yeah. 30. And I tried to make 30 24, but I couldn't make 30 24. I made 30 26. So then we were arguing over the page numbers again because it can't be 24. It has to be. Or it can't be 26, it has to be 24. And then we were literally on the phone with, like, a batch of books counting pages at one another. So, like, <laughs> was that, and then there was uh, an argument over which page should the surprise be on. Should it be when you flip the page, it's on the left side, so it hits you right in the face? Mm-hmm. Or should it be on the right side of the page, so then you want to 
get to there. My mm -hmm. argument was I want it to be on the left side so when they open the page, boom, surprise. Yeah. His argument is no. No book does that. It should be on the right side so that way people want to read to get there. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense to me. So we argued about that. Yeah. And it was just uh, a lot of, like, creative differences. And then, you know, there were some financial issues as well. So then we just parted ways, and I got a, a different set of editors, Stephanie yeah. Krugnola, which you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Gabo, who I mentioned before, he ended up being the art editor. So it's right. it's worked out really well, I think. Yeah. Um. So I would just say that the managing part has yeah. probably been the most yeah. difficult. Well, it, 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 if it makes you feel any better, I, I firmly follow on the left page side as well. That makes more sense to me. Okay. For for a regular, like a novel, and you're like reading and it's building from one page to the next, that's fine. But for a sure. nicely <laughs> done. <laughs> sure. Hello there. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Easy now, Seabiscuit. <laughs> what are you guys talking about? So, <laughs> <laughs> we're just seeing things. But, um... But yeah, but for a comic where it's where visual, saying, like Sean was, I would, in, in I would want, movie. I would want that to be right there as soon as you open the page. So I completely agree with you on that. So, yeah. Um, yeah, same here. I'm I'm not a good interviewer. So is there anything else that you want to talk about about uh, about like in Solomon's Odyssey that I didn't think to ask you about or Connor hasn't rambled on about? <laughs> I mean, the only other thing I'll say, you know, so it's the story of the world's first werewolf and the current plan is 15 books. So 15, 60 wow. page books. So it's going to be a fairly long series. Yeah. Uh, hopefully That's I awesome. don't die before it's done kind of thing. <laughs> uh, but the, the current idea that I have is three arcs of mm -hmm. like five books. So the first right. arc is five books and the second five and so on and so yeah. forth. Now, whether or not I add more books to it, but in the meantime, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. But um so like I actually each... do um do have a question if you have the time. Yeah. Um so 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 this series is um is, is about the world's first werewolf, correct? Yep. Yep. Um 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 is um um is is it purely from from a metaphysical standpoint of, of like a physical change or um or, or is it coming from a scientific point of view of, of this person having like um some, some kind of physical disorder that makes him look like a werewolf and um and that and that kind of turns into a psychological trigger that makes him act more like a wolf so in this instance it's going to be more of the metaphysical yeah. where okay. uh he's actually physically changing you know that sort of thing and the, the first okay. arc he doesn't have any control over it or anything like that so it's like a quest or an odyssey to uh, try and understand, you know, what's going on with him, and yeah. then how can he get rid of it, or you know, right. that type of thing. Yeah, and he goes through I different like cultures and societies. So, like the first two books deal mostly with Saudi Arabian uh, mythology and folklore, oh, and then wow. I obviously, you know, add some some stuff of my own in there in terms of yeah. like, uh, and then the third book, Sumeria, Mesopotamia. So Gilgamesh nice. is in that book. Um, him and Solomon are good buddies, and then. <laughs> The fourth book is all about ancient Egypt. So as you were saying, so to sort of touch on your point where you were saying, like, people see one thing and think it's another. Mm -hmm. So what does the god of death look like in Egyptian uh, mythology? Uh, um, Anubis, look, Anubis looks like a man w w with a dog's head, with a jackal's head. There you go. So coincidentally, every <laughs> time this, uh, this humanoid-shaped guy with a wolf head runs around, uh, people die. So people start thinking, oh. That's just Anubis running around, so they don't. Even... I like it. Yeah. Wow. That's until he really... runs into the actual Anubis. That... <laughs> oh wait, what? But that is yeah, so. That until... is. Yeah. That is so cool. Okay. Now, now, now you got me hooked. Yeah. And I, I got to find out this stuff. 
In the fifth book, the last one in the arc, I call it sort of like the Greek Avengers where, you know, he goes to Troy and then he goes to Greece and he, you know, he meets up with Heracles, Daedalus, Orpheus, um, a bunch of other ones as they go to like Tartarus to like try and, you know, do this thing. Yeah. I don't want to get into too yeah, many no, details, no. but right. like, so that's like the first arc essentially. And then the second arc, get into more Asian Arthurian is one of the books I plan to oh, nice. um, open up more religious stuff and death and things like that. Uh, Genghis Khan, that type of thing. And then mm. the, the third arc of books is more clo- closer to modern history. So uh, by the time the last book hits, we'll be in the maybe near distant future. Mm-hmm. So, huh. yeah. That's that's super cool. by tanch touch um a, a touch on with um with, with the Roman myth of Romulus and Remus his um in um and their wolf mother. So he's not in. So the the, the hardest thing I had to figure out for the um, story stuff was figuring out where he would be and when to sort of go on a timeline where he could interact with things that I found to be super interesting. So the problem ended up gotcha. being. In order for him to go from point A to point B in terms of the story, mm-hmm. I can't go all the places I'd love him to go. Maybe mm-hmm. if I do like uh, single issue stuff where it's like side stories, like in the middle of hundreds of years of travel, you know, yeah. maybe then I could touch on Rome or I could touch on this. And there, there's a, uh, a Saint Christ, uh, Christopher, or something like that. There's literally a Christian saint, saint who's, yeah, who's supposed to be the first werewolf as well. So oh, like yeah. that's that's another thing we could touch on. I would love to do. Uh, I could do a whole ton of stuff on Japanese mythology and folklore. Oh yeah. Unfortunately, that one's just not gonna line up for my timeline. So I yeah, I, right. I, I went with uh, more Buddhism, uh, China stuff like that. Yeah, you know, I understand. Kong, yeah. Um, the dragon, you know, dragon god, and all that stuff. All all kinds of you know. It gets real crazy down the line. <laughs> <laughs> That's super fascinating, man. And it, oh, see, yeah, dude. and I didn't know that it was. I didn't know about any of that stuff. I just knew, hey, you know, it's about the big, you know, the world's first werewolf, and it's kind of that stuff. And I'm, you know, when I'm thinking that, I'm thinking, okay, Victorian era or Arthurian back. You know, I'm not. I'm not thinking about any of this other stuff. So this is, yeah, yeah. I'm super BC, excited and then now. We go. I'm super yeah. excited so about this. Yeah, dang, it's, it's definitely. I mean, you know, it's it's hard to avoid. All tropes. Obviously, right. you're going to have some stuff. I would say this first book has a very Faustian feel to it almost. Hmm. Right. Which, you know, we've obviously seen a little bit. But I try and change things up and make things interesting. But this book literally just sets up all the other books. So then it then it kind of goes off and really builds the world. And we delve into magic and mysticism and, you know, all kinds of different stuff as well. So yeah. while also touching on actual historical things that happen as well. Right. So. So, okay, I, so if I anybody... Wait to, uh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead, Connor. You got another um, question. Go um, ahead. I, I can't wait to, to, to read about how um how, how we tie the, the classic myth of, of werewolves being 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 vulnerable at, at silver. I can't wait to read how, um, how you tied that in. That's going to be something cool. Yeah, so that, that I do 100% plan to have that be a thing and have that be a big plot device as well and uh, i do plan so somebody was asking me the other day you know what type of werewolf is this is it is it like larry talbot wolfman or is it like the underworld uh wolfman or is it like the twilight breaking dawn <laughs> werewolves where it's just a big wolf 
And I yeah. said that That's I actually I like. plan on having all the different types of werewolves <laughs> in this universe at some Ooh. point or another where it's a spectrum. On your left spectrum, you have Larry Talbot, who's mostly a dude with some wolf features, and that, or right. uh, Jack Nicholson's wolf, even, if you want to even go mm-hmm. further left. Mm-hmm. Or on the far right, you have the Twilight Breaking Dawn, where it's just a wolf. Or uh, True Blood, where it's literally just a wolf. They just turn into mm-hmm. a wolf. As you get towards the middle, where it's like this perfect in-between, that's where they get more powerful. Wow. So he can't spread lycanthropy, and there's a reason for that. But the other lycanthropies that prop up, uh, like crop up, those are more of a disease, so they can be spread from person to person. Okay. So I, I touch on all that stuff, and vampires and all kinds of other stuff, too. You know, I go into all—I love monster stuff, so— Oh, same here. Yeah. I, I love everything monster. So if, if, if anybody wants to jump in on this in these last couple of days— um, or follow it even after if they get in after. So how how can they find all the information they need to to jump in on the Kickstarter? Sure. So you can either go on Kickstarter and search for Lycan, as in like a lycanthrope, mm-hmm. uh, Solomon's Odyssey. You can do it that way. Or I made it easy for you. You can just go to www.hiveheadstudios.com. That'll redirect you there. I also got lichenbook.com. You can go there. He who is Steve bought the domain for <laughs> clockfox.net because that's what he wanted the book to be called. So he doubled down and bought the domain for that. Um, I think Phil got tiny.cc slash gloryhow because that's what he wanted it to be called. And then Kurt bought, I think. So literally. Everybody had all these different ideas for what they wanted it to be called, so they just doubled down and bought the domain, and they all redirect to the same place. They all go back to the Kickstarter. So, so, so wait, wait, I, I just need to clarify one thing I heard. Sure. I'm sure, sure I know. Glory Howl? Mm-hmm. Glory Howl? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah it was supposed to be a play on Glory Hole. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's I, I got that. I got that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Would you, you know, would, Phil? That yeah, makes sense. Yeah, would, does, I mean, yeah. it's just it's, just think about it. Um, this this deep psych- <laughs> psychological series um about the world's first werewolf and just him living with this, and it's called Glory Howl. Well, you 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 you, you just picture some some kind of <laughs> horrid thing thing in a truck stop, and it's just like what the heck? It's just a barrel with a hole in it, and then a wolf eye on the inside. That's all of it. Uh, but. The Kickstarter, so I, I think I said it before, wraps up Sunday morning. So if you yep. don't get in by Sunday morning, uh, unfortunately, the Kickstarter will be closed. At some point, I will put a – probably when the book comes out, I'll then put up a website where you can buy this stuff. But right. you can also go to patreon.com slash hiveheadstudios where I haven't made any posts in a little while because I've been a little busy with the Kickstarter. But once right. it's done, I plan to do more yeah. stuff with it where uh, you know there's a Discord. You also can – uh, see behind the scenes uh, stuff in terms of art. So, like, the script for the second book is done. Steph yeah. and I have already done that one. So, uh, right now, we're just waiting for the artist to have free time to be able to start working on that again. So, basically, as the pages start getting created, I'll take panels and put them up on the right. uh, Patreon so you can see what stuff looks nice. like before, you know, anything happens. Yeah. And uh, and then I do a podcast as well where I talk about behind the scenes stuff. Charles McFall mm-hmm. comes on. Uh, every now and again, and ask me questions that yeah. I can't think of. So yeah, <laughs> that's cool. That's... When when everything is is said and done, I'm in. I'm and um and and uh, the, the books are out. Kickstarter is done. Um, um, how 
how can one buy one of these things? Um, is um is it gonna be pure um purely digital? Um, um, is it gonna be be a way to get physical copies? Yeah. So so the plan is once so once the Kickstarter ends, I'm gonna get all the Kickstarter stuff together in terms of you know extras and whatnot, put it together in the book, and then send that over, and then get back into communication with the publisher or not the publisher, the printer. And then they'll print out the copies. Now I said cool. I set the del- delivery date at February just to be safe in case there's delays. Of course, right? I've been told that's a good idea, but in all likelihood, it could also get here earlier. So once that happens, it goes out. I'm buying more copies than I need to mm-hmm. fulfill the Kickstarter, so I'll just have extra yeah. copies. So I'll sell them at conventions, but also I'll basically build a store on, you know the website where you can mm-hmm. buy the digital version if you want to buy that. If you want to buy the physical version, you know, you can buy it on there and I'll ship it to you. Uh, stuff like that. Cool. How, how much will they be if, I'm, if you plan that far ahead? Sure. So the physical copy of the book is $15, so the same as it is on Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, the digital version of the book will be $5. I do plan, it's one of the stretch goals, but I doubt we'll get there in a day. Um, but it Oops. Oh, there you are. Lost for a second there. Yep. Everything went for a second. That was weird. <laughs> uh, so I'll probably print like 100 hardcover books as well. So that way, Ooh. like 18 bucks. Yeah. Wow. I'm, I may really like that one. I love the feel of got a hardcover book in my hand, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Cool. So, and then the book is 60 pages long, but then there'll be like a couple extra pages for Kickstarter stuff. And then yeah. uh, there's, I plan to have. 10 pages of like behind the scenes art so like the character sketches and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, that's cool. I love yeah. seeing stuff like that, you know. Oh, you know, you know the creation of it, you know. Yeah. Um, yep. it, it, it brings a whole new depth to it. All right. Yep. So that's that is the plan. Yeah. Okay. So Well, put uh, me down for one hardcover copy then. Okay. <laughs> well, you know where to I'll find him to Dragon Con. So, yeah. yeah. So, um I if I'm I... able to come. I, oh, I, oh you'll you'll yeah. you'll. We'll, we'll uh, I'm all the way up up in Ohio now. Yeah, but and it's right before your wedding, so that's got Dragon Con's supposed to be your your bachelor party. Yeah. So so we got to get you down here. Somewhere. Yeah, hopefully. Right, that's right. Yeah. So um, well, I was um, October fifteenth of next year. Mark fully, it on your calendars. Fully supporting the Kickstarter before Dragon Con was over, so I can't wait for this thing to be, to be out. So, um, thanks. So so keep us posted, you know, once the Kickstarter's over and the production stuff's going, you man, keep us posted, let us know how things are going. Oh, yeah. Because um, I'm looking forward yeah. to, to No, I, I plan to, so with Kickstarter, anybody who backs, anytime I post an update, yeah. everybody who backs it sees it. So yeah. I plan to post regular updates at least okay. once a week, you okay. know, with what's going on Yeah. Um, and all that jazz too. But you also have me in like 18 different discords, so you can always find <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So how about we actually kind of do the podcast stuff now, Connor? What do you think? You think oh, we yeah. should do it now? Okay. Uh, All right. Oh yeah. I th- I think I think we should go on with with our regular scheduled programming now. There you go. Are we talking so, about that movie? Not yet. We're not gonna, yet. We, we no. did. Yeah, we say, did. All right. See you guys. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> no, All right. no, no, no. So no. we always we always start no, with next the, up. The, we're gonna be doing something else. Something the that's geek more question. fun. Unlike that monstrosity. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. <laughs> I want to have them answered immediately. Are you going to say, Carl? I want to ask you a bunch of questions now, and I want them answered immediately. Daddy. What does he do? <laughs> well, 
Okay, so Connor, so I will continue repeating that line until I perfect my Schwarzenegger impression. So, what's the he question? He hates it for some reason. I don't know what's why. What's the question, Arnold? Um, our question this week is um um if um if you could create your own celebrity D&D group as the DM, who would be in it? What would they play and why would you choose them? Okay, I always go I, I, I'm not going to go last. I usually go last because it takes me a while to think of answers. Connor, you always go first. I'm going to let you go first, and then and then I'll figure something out, and then we'll let Dennis chime in at the end. So so who who's in, your, right. who's in your party, Connor? All right. So so first, this is cliche, hey, because of because of what I've been watching lately. But I must have Jim Parsons on my on um, in my group. I must have I must have Sheldon in my group. I gotta. Okay. And um and and most likely I'm gonna have him play, um a, a a lawful neutral, um elf wizard. Just uh, just because um, he'll, he'll be like Spock, you know, who just um he'll um he um he'll do what's needed for the greater good and not be and not be upset by it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just I can I can see that, you know. Yeah. Um. Um. Let's see. Next, I kind of want Robert Downey Jr. Um. Um. Because uh, because the guy has such range, he he can play almost anything. You know. Yeah. And um. And for some reason, I see him as as, as a human bard. You know. Um. Um. Because as you know, billion playboy ph- philanthropist. Yeah. I mean, I I feel like he would fit that very well with with a multi class and artificer. Okay. okay. All right. Oh, yeah. And what else? Who else? Let's see. Um. Um. Next up, I w- I would want um. Oh. Um. 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 Have you guys ever seen the Guild? Hmm. Yeah. Um. You're talking about Felicia um, Day. Um. Um. You know the girl, girl, girl with the long red hair. I can't remember her name. Felicia Day. Felicia Day. Felicia Day. That's yeah. it. Felicia Day. I would love to have her on yeah. in my party just because. That is her, and everything I've ever seen her in, she is a nerd, and I just really appreciate that. You know, she she's true to herself no matter what role she plays. Yeah, and and I just feel like it'd be fun to hang out with her. You know, she's one of those yeah. people who's like, who's like she she's bubbly and just can make everyone smile with just her being there. Yeah. Okay. So so are, um, the, and, are we going with three or four? And, um, I'm 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 gonna have four people in my group. Okay. All right. Um and. And then let's see. Yeah, you know, I would have her play most likely a a goblin ranger. I don't know why, but I just picture her her having fun as this chaotic little goblin who who fires arrows at people. You know. Okay. I can just picture that. Okay. Um. Let's see. And then finally. <laughs> oh man. Um. Um. I I want Dave Batista. Dave Batista. Okay. <laughs> Alright. I I want Drax on my team playing as Drax. I'm I'm a a giant orc fighter who who's multiclassed in in monk and basically just fights with his fists. You know? Okay. I can I want that. Um and and yeah. also Dave Batista is just a fun guy to be around, you know? He's um um he he's charming, he's lovable, he he's basically me, but 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 with muscles that could break iron. You yeah. know? Who yeah. who just uh, just, just, just put a wrench right here, flex, and it's just bent. Yeah. Okay. All right. That that would be my celebrity so those, party those, right there. So that's your celebrity Good. party. Okay. Party. Oh, yeah. So 
I would, and and you know, and Connor Connor does this to me all the time. All the time he does this because he'll he'll send out to me. He'll say, "Okay, this is our geek question for the week." I'm like, "Cool." I'm thinking to try to come up with an answer to this question. And then when he asked the question on the podcast, he adds a second part to it that he didn't tell me about. So then I got to wing Good it. Good thing I went last because I just wrote down all the other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so so I, a lot of times because I Because I like keeping you guys on your toes. Yeah, apparently. Sure, that's fair. So probably the first guy that I thought of was Seth Green. Probably have Seth Green on there and be like a gnome trickster. Probably have him I can see trickster. that. I love Seth Green. Um... <laughs> Probably Katie Sackoff with with like her Starbuck vibe as like a rogue. Um, maybe a drow rogue. Uh, Starbuck from uh, Battlestar Galactica. I, I, I thought Katie Sackoff was was was, was seven oh nine, or, or no, am I thinking of someone else? That's 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 uh, Jerry uh, Jerry Ryan. That's seven oh nine. Jerry Ryan. Okay. Yeah. Katie Sackoff is uh, if you've seen Battlestar Galactica, she played Starbuck in the new in the I've new never, Battlestar. I've never seen Battlestar. Like, okay. Yeah. So. Um, and then I kind of thought about, um, maybe Rain Wilson as a, oh, yeah, from the office, okay. but, but, but as, as a, as a wizard, but a wizard okay. that, that doesn't really have good skill, but thinks he does in typical, you know, his, you know, white fashion. There you go. Typical Dwight fashion. So probably him. Um, and I'm trying to think of somebody else that I know actually plays, that would be fun. Um, what What about that big buff guy? Hi, you, you showed me that video of who actually has oh, a, a, like D and D dungeon oh, in their basement. Yeah, I yeah. already have him on my list. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know, I know, who he's talking about. So, no, not him, because you know. Okay. Um, God, who who else? Vin Diesel. Yeah, Vin, Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel's another one. Vin he has, Diesel's another he has one. his characters tattooed on him. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, that's hardcore. Wow, I got to think about my fourth one, so I'm gonna let Dennis go and see if I can come up with a fourth one. Okay, but those would be my three. Right, okay. So I'm not going four. I'm going with a full party of six, including myself. So wow, oh dang, five people on my. There you go. So Joe Mangan Manganello, I don't know how you pronounce his yeah. last name, but the guy you guys were saying. Basically, yeah. let's go to play at his house. So right, that's absolutely. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah, I'm gonna have him play a Goliath barbarian. I feel like that's right up his alley. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Steven, I mean, the man is the size of Shaq almost. I know. Yeah, he's a. It's a big dude, uh, who was also on True Blood and played a werewolf. There you go. Really, I did not know that. Uh, <laughs> Stephen Colbert is a gigantic. Oh nerd my! Yes, he also is. Plays D and D. Yeah. And I would love for him to play a Drow Ranger. Oh, mm. okay. All right. Or just regular elf. I yeah. yeah whatever. Uh, the next guy also plays a good bit of D and D. Love him on most things. Thomas Middleditch. I Middleditch. Yep. From, that that's uh, a name. From I mean, Silicon that's, Valley. That's not like a oh, okay. name already. All right. Thomas but, uh, Middleditch. He went on Dan Harmon's show where they they do the animated D and D thing. Oh yeah, I've in. seen that that um yeah, yeah, yeah. Harmon Quest. Yes, Harmon Quest. And Thomas guessed it on there one episode and it was fantastic. So because you guys probably haven't seen this episode. So the way they normally play on that show is the DM has all the dice. So nobody rolls except for the DM because that's the way Dan Harmon wanted it to be. Oh yeah. Thomas Middleditch comes in and he goes, I brought my own dice. And Dan's like, do people normally roll their own dice? And the DM's like, yes, normally people roll their own dice. And Thomas Middleditch had a giant bag of dice that just dumps it (laughs) onto the the table. He's like, let's do this. Um, I remember that. So I want him to play a tiefling bard. 
Oh, Ooh. there you go. Ooh, well, my wife plays well, plays a tiefling bard too, actually. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, Patton Oswalt. Uh, I yeah. love to play a dwoblin, which is a dwarvish goblin fighter. I feel like that would be great. <laughs> and then lastly, he doesn't play D&D. I just love him, and I would love to see him be that angry at the table. Lewis Black as a dragonborn warlock or sorcerer. He would just cast fireball on the party at all times. Yeah, yeah, that's that's currently one of my players too. Yeah. She, they, they love doing that. And oh, causing all kinds of splash damage for me to, to calculate. I thought I thought about my fourth, Peter Dinklage. Okay, who is it? Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage is a as, good one. As kicks the goblin from a couple of seasons ago. Oh, yeah. I love kicks the goblin. I Everybody I am team kicks, kicks forever. I'm telling you, man, y'all would have made a boatload of money if somebody had been able to do some artwork, a shirt with, like, kicks with an explosion I behind him. That's yeah. one of oh, yeah. the patron arts that we oh, have. We have okay. kicks drawn. Okay, I'll have to go check it yeah, out. Then. I have it. At some point, maybe I'll run and grab it because I have it in the house somewhere. <laughs> oh, please do. I must see kicks in, in all in all his goblin glory. Try kicks. and find it. Kicks was one of my favorites, man. And um, then... Um, and then um, actually... And then, hold on. And then, then this season... um. Oh man, I love me some Perky this season, this past season. <laughs> uh, love me some Perky. Everybody's parking. <laughs> so the end of season song was uh, "Ground Control to Major Tom" or whatever. Right, right. And Perkins was supposed to be Perkins was supposed to be Ground Control, <laughs> but nice. to, to Captain Todd. But unfortunately. Uh, I was leaving for a trip. Everything got too backed up, and then we ended up uh, shelving or scrapping that, and just uh, yeah. Phil and Tristan sang it mm. for two characters. But originally, Perkins was supposed to be one of the voices in that. That's Ground awesome. Control to Captain Todd. <laughs> That's <great>. commencing countdown <laughs> engines <Captain> on. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah. Oh, so, so that so so Peter would be my fourth. Um, I can't think of I can't think of a fifth because I just I don't think it's good off the top of my head. That's why that's why I prefer to be a player, not a Death. DM, because I, I can't do it. I have a question. Yes. Do you picture Peter Dinklage just sitting in a dark room, whom, whom oh. with, with, with with a single light okay. over his head, drinking coffee and smoking, and just, so, just reading so, from a script? Right. So, <laughs> let me let me give you what where that story comes from, Dennis. Um, the the original Destiny video game. Um, you know, in, in the in the video game Destiny, I don't know if you played it all, you know, each player has something called a ghost, which is like this little thing that kind of flies around with you and kind of gives you your extra lives or whatever. Yeah. Peter, Dinkle Peter Dinklage, right? Yeah, Peter Dinklage yeah. was the original voice on Destiny yep. 1, and his voiceovers were so bad, they were horrifically bad, that it's, yeah. They that, were just that, continuously monotone, they, they no matter what the scene. They were they just, got, it was this exact same tone the entire time. Yeah. It's they, they got Very someone else. Very little going up or down. They got someone else to do the voice Peter. and re-recorded all of it. Um, so, I mean, his delivery, when you heard him deliver, the image that it gave you was Peter Dinklage sitting in a, in a, in a room by himself with like a fold-up card table and a metal chair with a single bare bulb hanging over the table, an ashtray full of cigarettes, and a, and, and, and a you know old coffee, coffee pot, and him just sitting there with a script just reading them off. That's what it sounded wow. like. Yeah, it was bad. So oh, whenever, look, you're so that's alive. What, that's what Connor was referring to, because that's what I always say. Come on, say. Guardian, we got to go. Yeah. Wow. So, Let's go to the moon. So anyway, 
So okay. So but then um um but then they got someone else and he did a much better did job. A much better job. Oh, um, um who um who is it, Dad? Dad, do you I know? Don't, I don't remember. I remember the. I mean, I it, it it's a name, but I don't remember who it is. I don't remember off the top of my head. But of, yeah, he, of course it's a he, name. Everyone has a name. No one. Name I mean. uh, no one's called. No one. Um, no one. No one's called it or him. Un, um, uh, excuse um, me. Um, have you ever seen live. the good, the bad, and the ugly? He doesn't have a name. There you go. That He's is true. Known as the man with no name. Man with no name. That is true. I gotta concede to that. You're right. <laughs> I, had, I was. I was about to make. T- um, t- t- to make some kind of joke uh, about a creep who lives in the sewers. There's but but you're right. Okay. Guess what, Connor? Guess what, Dennis? It is time to talk talk some high cinema right now, right? Don't you think? Uh, it's time to talk some oh, high yes. cinema. <laughs> Let's talk some high cinema. This Let's, cinema jump in. <laughs> Let's jump into our next segment really of Roll for Credits right and now. talk about the 2016 movie, <laughs> The Alchemist <laughs> Cookbook. Actually. So... Does anybody want to like start with what the kind of the synopsis of this movie was? I'll go. Or okay, go. What what was the plot All of right. this movie, Connor? Good luck. Hey, hey. Good luck. <laughs> All right. So, so <laughs> the plot. Hot. Um. 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 I. Um. I can tell you the plot in literally one minute. There's go. this guy. Guy who who lives in, in the woods. He, he's crazy. Most likely schizophrenia or some kind of drug induced. Who's paranoia. Um, he's um he, he's some kind of chemist and um and and he lives in just this gas-powered trailer in the middle of of the forest. His name is Sean, um and um and he lives with with his cat Casper. He basically just does what he can out there, just trying to stay sane, live off the grid. And and sometimes his cousin Cortez um comes out and just brings him groceries, extra little stuff, you know, and just. And just that's his life. He he lives there. He he tries to stay sane. He hunts. He fishes. All kinds of stuff. But um. But then one day Cortez forgets uh, to bring his his refill of crazy pills. Just you're running out of your minute, by sane. the way. Um. And then the rest of the movie is the slow descent of Sean going um um going from um slow from from basically a little crazy to to talking in a fire. To to him pulling out one of his own teeth, and um, and then some kind of lesions and pus infested whatevers coming out of his body, and, and and hallucinations of of his dead cousin talking to him in in a demonic voice. Okay, and, and basically uh, the the entire movie goes downhill from there as as apparently we're trying to watch his descent into talking to this god Belial. But but you you that's you basically make, the movie. Do you, you think it's an hallucination and not an actual? demon stuff going on i th- i honestly think it is hallucinations so but but see and you actually make it sound like a psychological drama of someone losing their sanity as they go i'm sitting here going no he was in he was in the trailer in the woods from the get-go to communicate with that demon to make to get rich and make gold because that's what he talked about from the get-go and it just got worse as it went on but it started yeah. that way so nothing happens. I counted for twelve minutes of this movie. Yes, the first twelve minutes, nothing happens other than watching him drink obvious Gatorade bottles without the labels on them, and like eating chips. <laughs> you want to watch a guy eat chips for minutes on end? <laughs> We've got a movie for you. It's called The Alchemist Cookbook. 
That's what happens. He just eats chips and drinks Gatorade and feeds his cat and then argues with his cousin. Who comes over, there's like a 20-minute scene. This movie's only an hour 20. There's like a 20-minute scene where he brings the groceries, and then literally the dude asks where every single item in the bag is, to which the guy then tells him which bag it's in. And they have this freaking conversation over and over. What's, where's this one? It's in the brown bag. Where's this one? It's in the yellow bag. And like at one point when he says, you forgot the eggs and the pills, I'm like, that dude was literally holding that bag earlier. <laughs> that was the first bag he got out of the car. Yeah. How did, what? Okay. And then he just randomly finds them. Like, you don't have that big a house anyways. Where did you put the eggs and pills? Like, where did you leave them? And then we don't know what he's cooking up in there. Like, he just has vials of battery acid and blood <laughs> and whatever. That's, I don't know. We don't, we don't know if it has anything to do with the demon stuff. It doesn't seem like it. It seems like it's a totally separate thing. But again, no explanation. I think he's on the run because it sounds like he's on the run from somebody. Yeah. But again, they don't really tell you anything. No. So we, and then, we don't even find out his name for um for their first yeah. 15 minutes of the movie. Yeah. We don't know what the pills were for. Yeah. Like they could have been for like schizophrenia or something like that. Or not. It could have been for his leg too. Who <laughs> I mean, he, he had been, a busted I, up could leg. Have been, could have been pain pills. Yeah. Um. I don't know. There's a weird scene where he's like trying to stab a possum, but doesn't, <laughs> and then later does stab the possum. Like in a good, like all the scenes in the movie. The movie's only an hour and twenty minutes. There are Disney movies that are long. Dumbo is about as long as this movie, the original Dumbo, and this movie has scenes that feel like they go on forever, but nothing happens. Right. <laughs> Right, it's an Nothing hour. Happens. It's an hour and twenty minute movie. And Connor, yeah. last week, uh, for last week's episode, we watched a. And it's three, a lot better. We watched a three hour Bollywood movie, a Bollywood western it's movie. Bollywood's and, fantastic. And okay? we I had a Bollywood. and we had a blast watching it. This yeah. hour and twenty two minute movie felt like it was four hours long. A three hour long Bollywood movie, this set in some kind of Indian version of the old wet. It's fine. Yeah, it's you've already it's already sounds way better. It was yeah. ridiculous. Question though, side yeah. question: Did they randomly switch to English for um, no apparent reason? Yes. And switch back. Yes. Yeah, that's a that's a Bollywood thing. I don't yes, know why. they do. Every yeah. Bollywood movie I've seen does that. They'll be yeah. talking and then all of a sudden, for one sentence, switch to English yeah. and then switch it right back. And yeah. No idea why. <laughs> Whatever. But anyways, then then the other weird thing was so when he would go to the lake and toss rocks into the lake to say a sentence, no explanation as to why that is. Nope. Okay. And then randomly he'll hear like a monster in the distance. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, no explanation on that. But he's trying to summon Bilal. Later on, uh, Bilal eats his or possesses his cousin, I guess. Yeah. And then he buries the cousin, and then he pulls out a tooth. Then he sort of kind of becomes Bilal. I was like, I don't understand what's <laughs> going on or what the the point of anything is. And like his acting was really bad because you could tell he was just trying to be crazy, like. Him being, he would try and be twitchy. I'm like, okay, that's how you would fake being twitchy. Right. That's not how right. an actual twitchy person would look. Right. Or he would just randomly be sitting there staring just off from the camera and then just, it would sit there for like 30 seconds and then blah, 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 blah. That's it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Why? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I sat there and for the, like you said, nothing happened yeah, for the first, me. for the first 12 minutes. And I counted too. There was there was one line of dialogue in the first thirteen minutes, and he was talking to his cat. You know, and you didn't really get any dialogue till his cousin shows up. Um, 
And those were actually was just great. It was great writing with yeah. him and his cousin. Oh yeah, <gasps> it was. It was so pure. <laughs> it was, this way. Um, it, it was almost Shakespearean. <laughs> Uh, although, although I thought, it was a, I, I thought it was a Kenneth Branagh movie for a little bit there, it was so poetic. <laughs> you know, I it was so well written. I know. <laughs> I will say though that my favorite scene in the whole movie was was Cord, was his cousin eating the cat food. <laughs> that scene went on for like it ten did. minutes. It did. It did. I was but like, at least, okay. at least it made me laugh. About eating this cat food, and it keeps like going. And go, oh, here's some mixtapes. Let me explain what each one of these three mixtapes is. Okay, go back to this. Then he eat, then he puts it in his As mouth soon. and chews it for a long time. And then we think, maybe that's the end of the gag. No, they just keep going. Exactly. Then he grabs a bigger chunk. I'm like, why? What is, why? <laughs> At least when Cortez so started to vomit, hit my wife in the other room who had her headphones on, came out and said, Connor, are you okay? I, I, I hear gagging. And I'm like, no, no, it's the movie. And, and she, she's like, sorry, we're working in, in the in, in the nursing home industry. I've learned how how to pick up someone getting sick from, from three miles away. And I'm like, okay, did not need to know that. That's a yeah. weird skill. Yeah, it, it, it was, it was a, one of those movies where, okay, you, you keep expecting something's going to happen. And it just never does. And then, you know, when you get to the very end of the movie and he does what he does and he goes into the lake to supposedly drown himself and what whatever. That's what I thought he was going to do. And then back, he got full of rocks, the lake at all. But actually I don't get it. Was, no. And, you know, and, then, and you know, and Connor and I were talking about this. And, um, and, and they're like three minutes. It just gets in a slow zoom. To, to, I feel to like, like if somebody suddenly were to edit this he movie. pops up normal as normal can be. Yeah, I feel like if, if someone were to actually edit this movie, like edit it the way that it ought to be edited, it's a 15-minute movie. Oh, yeah, easy. It's a short film. Like yeah. It's a short film. Yeah. yeah. So, but then the other thing, oh, yeah. so this, this movie does something that drives me insane about most <laughs> horror movies, is that they shoot yeah. it to where it's so dark that unless you are sitting in a room that is also pitch black, you can't see what's going on. I literally had to sit this close to the TV to figure out that his cousin was like demonic or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And then when there was a monster <clears throat> later on with like a branch arm or something, yeah. I had to get real close to it because I'm like, I can't see yep. what's on the screen. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So, you know, I mean. and That's and, what I hate about uh, um, uh, about these movies. He's the, um, these, these almost independently made horror movies. He's, um, they, um, um, they try to, to scare us with these far off shots of of the monster when when in reality we know they could barely make the monster look like a monster so so they had to make those those far off shots just to try and add some sort of s suspense you know so um, so i could tell it um uh, i mean i am very easily scared but that's why i never watch horror movies but 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 with this movie I didn't feel anything but, but i was not but, on the edge of my did not cover my eyes did not cover my ears but Connor, i'm like you? Okay. Do you remember though when we rolled for this movie last week? Because the way we root, the way we do is we'll roll for the the um, service that we're going to use. Oh yeah. Roll, then we roll for the genre. Then we roll for just a movie within that genre to just get something at random. This movie was yeah. in the comedy genre. It was a. It it, I it was that. Why would this thing be in a comedy? It was in the even so like like suburban Sasquatch. You've seen that, right, Sean? Uh, I've seen yeah, a bit of it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. 
That I would call a comedy. Yeah, I have Because it. right. it's so bad, it's hilarious. Yep, yep. This is just boring. Yeah. There's, it's not so bad, it's hilarious. It's just boring. Yeah. Nothing happens. Yeah. So I wouldn't even call it a comedy in that sense. No. Because that's the only way I could even interpret it, like, right. so bad that it's funny. Yeah. Because it's just not. Just nothing happens. Mm-mm. No. I mean, you know, it's, it's boring. To, <laughs> the, to me, the whole thing felt like, Okay, this is this is um, a student in film school doing a movie as a project, and they're learning script development, they're learning plot development. That's and exactly they have, what I was and saying. And they have no clue what they're doing, and the t- and the professor is going to go, "You suck," <laughs> at the end of it because it felt like it felt like a student film that they didn't know what they were doing. If, um, if it were a student film, pause it. You're like this and look at him. You if suck. it's a student film, I would say it's not that bad up. for a student film. But the right. problem is. It's like if if this was just done in a college class. Okay, cool. It's fine. It's pretty good for that. Yeah. But not for like a movie on Hulu <laughs> for like regular people to watch. Right. Like normal human consumption. Then yeah. no, not so much. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Was there anything Oh yes, Connor, what? Go ahead. You froze on. Huh? So you froze on me. You started oh, asking oh, questions. Oh, I was just gonna say, say, I I know of a movie that's so bad it's funny. Oh, what? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, we got you. Oh, um, um, I I was gonna say, hey, that I knew knew of a movie that I movie so bad it's funny, and and the people were smart to not put it on any kind of streaming service. Dennis, have you ever heard of a movie called The Greasy Strangler? No, I don't know this one. Um, okay. Um, it's a horrid, horrid E-list movie. A guy who um who is so crazy, he um he uneats everything <clears throat> in Greece and then also basically swims through a vat of kitchen grease and, and then goes out and as a demonic monster and strangles people. That's the whole plot like, of the movie. It just sounds like Phil's autobiography. <laughs> <laughs> it, it very well could be it's that bad um for some reason my wife and her friends love this movie to death and um and so one time i watched it with her her it rented it on youtube that's the only place you um you, you can find this movie by the way on youtube yeah. it's not on any streaming service anywhere else and they were smart to keep it that way yeah it was I'm... like i sat there for almost Two hours trying to watch this movie as it was disgusting. It was weird. It was choreographed badly. It was filmed badly, and she is laughing her butt off. And I'm just and I'm just sitting here being like, "What in the actual f bomb? What? You know, just like I could not understand this movie whatsoever." So. Um, and um, but, but then eventually I realized it is so bad that it's funny. You know, it's one of those things. Yeah, I mean, we, we've had those movies before that we've watched. So was there anything like anything, Gora? Yeah, Gora. <clears throat> anything redeemable, anything that you enjoyed about this movie at all? Cat was cute. The cat was cute. <laughs> cat was the only redeemable call quality. Oh, and somehow, and somehow the cat was the demon as well. Well, we don't know, but that that was kind of I weird, still right? Can't figure it's that implied, out. I think. It's implied. Uh, well, I think I think the demon just possessed the cat at the end. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Eh. But no, not not really. I mean, 
You can always tell the really cheap movies because they shoot them in the woods. And this one was shot in a park. It wasn't even shot in the woods. Woods. Yeah. It was like, because if you look afterwards, the credits are like, it's in Michigan somewhere. Yeah. But it's literally a park. So they just shot the whole thing in some park next to some water. And oh, like, man. that's just such a boring setting anyways. Like, it's like every horror movie yeah. it has like two bucks to you spend. They shoot yeah. it in the woods because you it's don't have to worry just... about anything. Yeah. Like the characters yeah. were not interesting or the dialogue was terrible. There's no action. No. Uh, there's no comedy. I, I mean, the Gatorade looked tasty, I guess. <laughs> the, um, the closest thing thing that was when Sean found, found Cortez's car all, all busted up and, and so someone had carved into a tree with a tooth in it saying pay up that's yeah. the closest yeah. thing we saw to action yeah oh no wait no wait wait i take that back the closest thing we saw to action was sean hesitantly and slowing stabbing the possum through the cage which was clearly a puppet that's the closest thing <laughs> i mean because a, a real possum would not just sit there as you're putting a knife in the cage oh, yeah. clearly a puppet yeah, there was some yeah. it was like <laughs> How long has he had this possum? <laughs> right? <laughs> it's you a, know. Um, there was some dude um in, in the crawlspace of that trailer suffocating a suffocating uh, to death um and, um and the director just says barely move your hand you know re, re really make it look like he's scared but also tentative and and comfortable you know just really do that while while while, while you're dirty underneath this crawlspace and he's like okay and he's just like doing this just. Trying to move his hand and trying to lick a fake knife. It's like that's that's what I see. So, yeah. so I think I think I think the I, I think what we're all hearing is that we all thought it was really bad and there was nothing redeemable about the movie <laughs> at all, right? But yeah. it was, but we only zero wasted, out of five. We only wasted two wanted, thumbs down. <clears throat> you know, and, and and this is what happens, Dennis, when we in the Boston's case, four palms, <clears throat> four thumbs down. When we pick when we pick movies at random like this, sometimes we get fantastic movies that are really cool that I never would have watched, like the Bollywood movie. We saw a movie exactly. one. We saw a movie one time called Radius, where all of a sudden this man. He, he's in a car accident, and when he wakes and, up, and this woman, <clears throat> yeah, but he finds her later. But um, he wakes up from in a car accident, and whenever he gets near anybody, they die. He's like he's got a radius around a, a any radius living of, thing, yeah, any living thing, a radius of death around him, and he doesn't know where it comes from. And then he meets a woman, and she's got the same problem. And so, oh. so they're trying but, to do everything um, they can but, not to kill people by not letting people. Whenever they're together, <laughs> people don't die. Right. Yeah. So, so we find some interesting ones like that. It's a very interesting concept. Yeah. yeah. But then sometimes then we get the Alchemist Cookbook too. So. Oh. You know. Oh, Dad. 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 What about that? Um. That. That one. Um. Amazon movie. He um. Set. Set in. Set in. in like I think. I think the thirties. He's. He's. Um. That was this. Um. Alien thing, right? I. Dude. I, and um. Uh, you had to be more specific because we've small watched some town, really weird ones. Um, <laughs> um, so, so, oh. um, small town. Yes. Small town on the vast r- of night. radio show thing. The vast of night. Have you the seen what? that one, Dennis? The vast of night. No. Oh my one. goodness! It is. It is worth such watching. Such a good movie. It is such a good really? movie. They. Yeah, it's called the vast. It's on Amazon, and it's it's set it's set in the fifties, and all of a sudden aliens 
you know, kind of start showing up. And, and, and the two main characters are a little high school girl who's like the, the little um, operator lady, you know, she does the, the switching out. And then a guy like who's like 20 and he's like the radio, local radio DJ. Radio show. And, oh, and, and they're investigating what's going on. And there are some there are some one shot scenes in this movie that they use with a drone. I've never seen anything oh. like it. They'll they'll start in town, take the drone shot all the way through town, across a field, into the school, into the, the school gym during a basketball game, oh. through the basketball game, back up out the window. I mean, it's some of the camera work is fantastic. So that's a really good one. The vast It is, it is one of our so smooth. You would not expect <clears throat> it is from a drone to just by how smooth and um yeah. and, and calm this thing so, flies, you know? So it's would, amazing. And the and the, the vast of night definitely it, worth a watch. Yeah, and the the dialogue it 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 it, it kind of riffs like a 50s DJ, you know, how they would have that okay. kind of riff lingo. So the dialogue is quick like that through the whole movie. It's just really good. So that that one we definitely recommend. So um okay. I would like to point out this oh, week's God. movie was so bad. Bad. We're um, we're actually talking about past movies to, to compare how bad it is. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, because we're we're trying to yeah we're trying to find something redeemable about <laughs> the evening. Say something. <laughs> so okay. So how about we pick the next movie? Oh man. So how about we do that? All right. So. Oh yeah. Let's do it. <clears throat> let's do that. All right. So I usually what I'll do is I roll oh. a twenty sided dice. I didn't throw. I didn't put HBO Max in there this week. I, I forgot to add it to our list. So. Um, yeah. Typically, we roll dice, and, and it falls in a category of either Hulu or Amazon or um, Netflix. Sure. Or Netflix. And, and, then we, and then we do a 10-sided dice. To, sorry, next week, we'll add Hulu. Yeah, and well, uh, HBO we'll add HBO, sorry. And then, and week, then we'll we roll add. a 10-sided die to kind of pick the genre, and then I roll a, a D100 at, to pick something from the list of that genre. And then we just kind of go okay. with that. All right. So we're going to roll, mm. and I rolled a 4. Can I ask? Yes. Something. Sure, go ahead. Can I roll the dice? Oh, sure. What's up? <laughs> Can I choose? Oh, yeah. Go ahead, poison? man. So what sided dice is the first one okay. going with? Uh, 20 sided die. First one's a 20. Okay. Yep. Roll to five. All right. So that should be also, that should be Amazon. Okay. Um, and, and then we do a 10 sided die to, to uh, determine okay. the genre of movie. Use right. one of my death die that I typically take limbs with. Five oh, again. Nice. All right. Let me see. Okay, what... five. So, five. So, 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 what genre is that? Yeah, I'm trying to pull that up. Okay, so that would be on Amazon. Uh, a five would be a comedy. And then a okay. D100. Ooh, finally. D100. Something good. Yeah, I'll <clears throat> use the Blotch Death mm -hmm. dice. 32. Nice. All right. So, let me pull 32. That. This is riveting radio. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> I got my list now. So, let me find the 32nd movie in the comedies. I'll be right back. You're just <laughs> trying to find it? Come on, Dad. You're embarrassing me in front of Dennis. I want to be his friend after this, and you're ruining it for me. We're already friends. You come to all the bot shows. Come on now. Okay, so apparently we're oh, going to continue you. with a little bit of a horror comedy theme because we're going to oh, watch boy. we're going to watch George A. Romero's Survival of the Dead. Oh. So Survival of the Dead. So... Uh, on an sure. island, on an island off the coast of North America, local residents simultaneously fight the zombie epidemic uh, while hoping for a cure to return their undead relatives back to their human state. The master George A. Romero returns with a new entry in the greatest horror series of all time, 
Combining black humor with his trademark zombie gore and apocalyptic vision, it's a must-see for horror fans. So there you go. <laughs> hey, horror comedy. What do you want to guess it has on Rotten Tomatoes? <laughs> oh god. Uh, Seventy-five percent. What do you uh, do? You had do you have the rating, let's, Dennis? Let's go. I got it, I got them both up. Let's go with the critic score. What do we think the critics said about this movie? Um, I'm gonna say. Uh, Five out of ten. Okay. Well, it's out of hundred. I'm gonna say out of hundred. Okay. So fifty out of hundred. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say sixty-five. Okay. Uh, they gave it a thirty. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. Oh god. So, we so were audience, way off. So audience score, it is a different number. So what do you think the audience <laughs> score is? If the critic score was a thirty, what do you think the audience score is? A twenty. A Nailed 70. It. Really? A 20? Wow. Yeah, <laughs> 20 on the top. So, as much as you hated the Alchemist Cookbook, you can thank us for not having you on next week. <laughs> you know what? I bet even as garbage as that movie's going to be, something happens. Something happens. Right. People talk to each other, you know? Things right. occur. Yeah. Zombies happen at All least. Right. That yeah, that the, um that's always yeah. a good go to. Yeah. Um, the last crazy. zombie movie we last zombie movie we watched was amazing. Train to Busan. That was a really good one. Oh, it's yeah. a fantastic. That's one. a fantastic. Yeah, we watched that on Bush Films uh, once. But but the one we watched before that, do you remember the one we watched before that, Connor? I don't remember the name of it, but it was no, a I don't. But it was a Train, zombie. Train to Busan was that good. Yeah, it was a zombie Christmas musical. Anna versus the Apocalypse. That's what it was. A zombie Christmas musical. Anna Beth in the Apocalypse. Anna, 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 oh, and the yeah. Apocalypse. A Anna zombie Apocalypse. Christmas musical. Yeah, yeah. So think um think um not one of our um, better ones. Think the Grinch meets Walking Dead, and that's basically what this movie was. Okay. Meets Glee. Okay. Meets Glee. You got to throw Glee in there. Too. Me, meets Glee. I mean, that yes. sounds way more entertaining than what we watched. I would agree. I would agree with that. Yes, I would agree with that. Because as you said, Dennis, stuff happened. Something happened. <laughs> Something happened. There are right. people. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Uh, anyway, okay. Well, that's all I got. I don't have anything else. Connor, there, you got anything else? more than one person, his cousin, and his cat. Okay, do you got anything you want? Any parting shots, anyway. Connor? No, I guess nah, I'm good. Okay. Dennis, anything? Uh, anyone last plugs for the for the comic or, or botched or anything that's going on? Sure. Where can everybody so, find uh, you? The comic, HiveheadStudios.com for the Kickstarter. Like I said, wraps up Sunday morning, uh, 8.58 a.m., I believe. Okay. Uh, so get in before that. Uh, you can also check it out, uh, patreon.com slash hiveheadstudios, if you want to see all the behind-the-scenes stuff as soon as the Kickstarter ends and we start mm -hmm. to roll out, you know, stories from the Kickstarter and stories for the next, you know, book and all that mm -hmm. stuff. Uh, you can find all my social media stuff at World's Most Okayest DM, except for Twitter because it's too many characters, so it's World's Okayest DM. Uh, Botched, a D&D podcast, is on all your podcatchers. Um, you can also watch us live Monday nights when we do like goofy movies or community games at twitch.tv slash botch podcast. And on Tuesdays, typically we play at 6 30 PM Eastern nice. standard time. Uh, same thing. Twitch.tv slash botch podcast. Cool. Oh, Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash botch podcast. Too. <laughs> nice. 
So, um, nice. you know, yeah, I mean, we're, we do this every Friday night at eight o'clock. Um, I throw it up on all the podcatchers. Um, I often will hop on and, and do Xbox streaming after this though. I, I love re- that term podcatchers. Yeah. Well, that's what it, that's what they are. Um, although tonight I really just want to sit on my couch and just be alone because it's been a week. So I'm probably not going to stream for, tonight, but usually I'm streaming reason, at 10 o'clock. I, 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 I think of pod people Hold on, from that movie. Oh, invasion of the body invasion, snatchers. body snatchers there you go that's right exactly yeah, um um pod catchers uh, there you go. Cool yes catch your pod donald sutherland yes so um you can find me at head gamer on uh, all the social media stuff you can find connor at quillmeister on all the social media stuff um and we're here every friday night at eight o'clock so thanks for everybody that came in and hung out with us for a while dennis thanks we're so here much. to make you laugh Dennis, thanks so much for hanging well, out. Well, I'm with here us to make you laugh. About- I, don't, I don't know what my dad's doing. <laughs> so, can I finish my sentence now? Can this I is- finish? Yes, you can. I'm sorry. I had to take one last shot. That's like so, one last shot at that skunk beard face. Thanks, Dennis, <laughs> for coming and hanging out with us. Um, thanks for having me. And uh, thanks, y- dude. Really, you guys know yeah, that you can anytime. find uh, find us anywhere. You can find uh, Dennis anywhere that we've talked about. Um, we would love to have y'all uh, join us again next week, and 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 join the botch guys uh, when they're on as well. So that's all I've got. That's all we've got for tonight. Um, so thanks for listening, and come see us next week. And always remember, Connor. They nerdy, my friends. <laughs> oh my goodness. Production values. It's not like we've not done this for 60-something episodes. Hey, we still mess up stuff all the time, and we're almost at 300 episodes. That's true, that's true. Bye, everybody.